Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express, it's Tuesday, August 28th, 2018. The Novos Ordo sect is in full meltdown mode. You all know what I'm referring to, of course. The aftermath of the explosive 11-page letter published this past Saturday, August 25th, by the former Vatican Nuncio to the United States, the Novos Ordo Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. The letter contains detailed accusations of sex abuse cover-up by a number of high-ranking clergy, but in particular, Francis himself. This Carlo Viganò, by the way, is not to be confused with Monsignor Dario Viganò of Lettergate infamy. That's the man who got caught red-handed creating fake news favorable to Francis by manipulating a letter sent to him by Benedict XVI earlier this year. That was small potatoes compared to what is going on now. While Francis was in Ireland, busy pretending to care about victims of sexual abuse and asking for forgiveness and just the usual rigmarole, Viganò contacted the press and told them what he knew of sex abuse cover-up in the highest echelons of the Vatican and the United States, and nothing has been the same since. Now, ironically, on Sunday, August 26th, speaking during his closing Novos Ordo worship service in Phoenix Park in Dublin, Francis even expressed sorrow, quote, for some members of the church's hierarchy who did not take charge of these painful situations and kept quiet, unquote. And that's ironic because keep quiet is exactly what he did when during the press conference during the return flight to Rome, he was asked about whether the allegations made against him were true. Never at a loss for words at other times, when it came to confirming or denying whether what Viganò had said about him was true, he said, quote, I read the statement this morning and I must tell you sincerely that I must say this to you and all those who are interested Read the statement carefully and make your own judgment. I will not say a single word about this. I believe the statement speaks for itself. And you have the journalistic capacity to draw your own conclusions. It's an act of faith. When some time passes and you have drawn your conclusions, I may speak. But I would like your professional maturity to do the work for you. It will be good for you. That's good. Unquote. Yes, Francis, I think the Viganò letter does speak for itself, and everyone will make up his own mind about this. And when they hear this kind of a response, the conclusion people will draw is that someone simply needed more time to figure out how to spin this and so decided to say nothing in the meantime. Francis is basically taking the fifth. And for those of our listeners here who are not familiar with what taking the fifth means in the United States, it means he is refusing to testify because he would be incriminating himself, a right granted under the Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitution. In addition to the fact that what Francis said was stupid, and it would have looked less bad had he simply canceled the press conference altogether, Bergoglio's words here are incredibly condescending and actually manifest the very clericalism he loves 
to condemn. Now, what has been the response to all this so far? Well, like I said, the Vatican II Church is in a meltdown. Many Novus Orders are panicking because this is uncharted territory and a lot is at stake. Under the supposition that Francis is the lawful pope, it is clear that no one can remove him or tell him what to do, but that's not the only consideration at play here. If he wants to continue his wicked revolution, he must have credibility and he must have the adulation of the people which he so much craves. Well, both of these things are now in the balance, and the developments since this past weekend have been fast and furious. Needless to say, we've been keeping an eye on everything and currently have three blog posts dealing with all these issues, which you can find at novusordowatch.org slash wire. And to make a very long story very short, the reactions have been threefold. Some people immediately jumped on the bandwagon with Vigano and took his side, whereas others tried to discredit him right away, shooting the messenger. And believe it or not, for the most part, these two camps are also ideological enemies, meaning that for the most part, not in all cases, but in most, those who can't stand France's liberal guts are supporting Vigano, whereas those who love and endorse his every move are disputing the allegations and are throwing whatever they can find at Vigano and his defenders. But there's also a third type of reaction, and that is people who are taking a kind of middle-of-the-road, wait-and-see approach. People who say the claims made by Vigano are very detailed and credible, so now let's just investigate this and see where the truth is to be found. What's most interesting in this, though, is the people who have now pretty much switched sides, meaning those people who up until this point had always defended Francis, but now have had enough and simply cannot take it anymore. And uh, one of those is uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall, a Thomist philosopher in Texas. Meanwhile, a number of Novus Ordo bishops have released official statements on the whole matter, and there too you can see all three types of reactions. Those that support Vigano, those that question or condemn him, and those that are saying, let's get to the bottom of this. Case in point, Blaise Supich. Take a listen to what the pretend Archbishop of Chicago just said in a TV interview, and keep in mind that Supich is a big modernist anti-Catholic and Francis admirer. Here's what he said to Mary Ann Ahern of NBC5 Chicago. The Pope has a bigger agenda. He's got to get on with other things, of talking about the environment and uh, protecting uh, migrants and carrying on the work of the church. We're not going to go down a rabbit hole on this. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, he's obviously got so much more important stuff to do than worrying about, you know, that sex abuse cover-up kind of stuff, you know. Migrants and the environment, you know, just the kind of thing that uh, the supposed vicar of Christ is uh, charged with uh, worrying about, right? And then Supich also said this. Quite frankly, they also don't like him because he's a Latino. Ah, but of course, racism. What else could it be? Folks, they are scared to death. What Supich said here is about as dumb as what Francis said. And he said it, in my opinion, because he doesn't know what else to say. 
He's grabbing the usual liberal talking points and hoping it will work because it's probably always worked for him in the past, but I don't think it'll work this time. And did you notice how tense he was in his voice? He doesn't usually sound like that. So I think he's scared, and I think he's scared because Francis is the linchpin holding the whole ultra-modernist pro-sodomite lobby together. And if that linchpin gets removed, the repercussions could be very unpleasant for the Francis admirers. So as the different factions in the Novos Ordo Church are fighting one another over this, we could be seeing either the complete breakdown of the Vatican II sect, and I have no idea how that would look or what would come after, but God will restore the true Catholic Church in due time. Um, or we could be witnessing a very nasty formal schism, and I've spoken about that in the past. In a way, that would actually be a very bad thing because those clinging to the conservative half of that schism will think that they have escaped the modernist deception and are the orthodox Catholics, and it'll all go back to John Paul II and Benedict XVI, and uh, then we'll simply be where we were before Francis got in in 2013. Uh, there's a lot to say about that, but I, I won't dwell on this now. Uh, that'll just have to uh, be for a future post, uh, probably, or a future uh, podcast. You have to always keep in mind that the wolf in sheep's clothing is much more dangerous than the wolf who doesn't disguise himself. So always keep that in mind. Now, speaking of Benedict XVI, the National Catholic Register reported on Saturday that Benedict has confirmed to reliable sources that he had placed sanctions on Cardinal McCarrick, sanctions that were removed by Francis, according to the Viganò testimony. On the other hand, Benedict will not comment on the Viganò letter itself and neither deny or confirm it according to Benedict's private secretary, who is also the prefect of the so-called papal household of Francis. I'm talking about the archlayman Georg Genswein. So, to sum up, no comment from Francis and no comment from Benedict regarding the Viganò letter. Just lovely. Now, among the latest news coming out today in uh, just the last few hours, the Italian press agency ANSA is reporting that Francis is embittered over the Viganò allegations, but is not considering resigning. Now, I think that if a word like embittered makes it into the mainstream news about Francis, and yes, that word is a quote, man, he must have really hit the ceiling at the Casa Santa Marta. I mean, he must have blown a gasket over this. Now, I think that Francis is going to try to ride this out, but I don't believe he'll be able to. If for no other reason that this scandal has the potential to seriously empty out their churches and especially to keep the money from coming in. And when that happens, when that threat becomes imminent... That's when people who have inside information and so far haven't said anything yet, that's when they will start talking. And that's when it will get really, really ugly. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to find a body dangling from a bridge over the Tiber at some point. I don't think it's out of the question. 
Remember, 40 years ago, John Paul I made a sudden exit that many people rightly suspect involved foul play. Not that John Paul I was a Catholic or anything, but he was reportedly preparing to clean up the Vatican Bank and also expose a number of Freemasons working in the Vatican. And that is just not a very healthy thing to do. And, well, yesterday, Vaticanist Edward Penton reported on EWTN Nightly News that Viganò fears for his life and has gone into hiding. Probably not a bad idea. Here's the audio from Penton of August 27th. But also what's being discussed is uh, the safety of Archbishop Viganò. A lot of people are concerned, and he himself is concerned, uh, for his own life. He fears that... uh, uh, with, by coming forth with a lot, a lot of these allegations, um, he's actually, his life is actually in danger. We don't, don't actually know where he's living. Folks, I think this is only just beginning. Who knows how it'll play out, but no matter what happens, I think we now know why Francis has been so obsessed in the past few years with denouncing what he calls the terrorism of gossip. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.